You're listening to the Oregon Basketball Coaches Podcast, a product of the Oregon Basketball Coaches Association. To learn more, visit our website at or.nhsbca.org. Welcome to the Oregon Basketball Coaches Podcast. I'm Derek Duman, OBCA Vice President and Boys Basketball Coach at West Albany High School. For today's episode, we did something a little bit different. In an effort to advocate for basketball players across the state, the OBCA decided to focus on the impact high school basketball has on its players long after they are done playing the game. We interviewed five former high school basketball players from across the state and asked them about their high school basketball experience and how it has shaped them into who they are today. We are hopeful that the Oregon Health Authority and the Governor's Office allow us to play this spring. These interviews articulate why we believe it is so important. We hope you enjoy. We're talking to Jesse White from Sam Barlow High School. Uh, Jesse, if you don't mind for our audience, take a minute to kind of introduce yourself, uh, where you played, and, and what you're up to now. Well, I played at Sam Barlow High School for four years. Um, Right now, I'm currently enrolled at Utah State Eastern, just kind of getting my game ready for the next level and whatnot, um, especially because it's a good year with coronavirus going on, no eligibility is affected, so that's kind of what I'm up to, but um, yeah, I'm excited to do this because uh, I really appreciated my high school experience a lot, so I'm excited to do this. Very cool. Yeah, I'm going to start by talking about how do you feel like your high school basketball experiences uh, impacted who you are today as a person? Um, I think when I reflect back on it, I learned a lot of life lessons from it, whether that was perseverance, uh, staying level-headed, ignoring the outside noise. I know that, um, at least from my perspective, I got a lot of scrutiny and criticism from a lot of people that, respectfully, I don't think had a great opinion on it. And um, more just people didn't really know the game and whatnot. So I tried to just hone in and listen to the people that I, I really appreciated their word and stuff, trainers, coaches. Um, I think that's a lot of the thing I learned is, you got to know who to take criticism from. Um, you got to keep your head strong. I think that's the biggest thing. Not to mention, uh, Coach Johnson has done a great job of that. Just whether it was wisdom, inspiration, he was, he's the king of that stuff. So, uh, a lot of respect to him and a lot of appreciation for what he's done for me and, uh, my mental game that came along with my, uh, my basketball game. So a lot of respect for him. For sure. What um, what are some of your favorite memories from your high school basketball experience? Well, I had to go by – I'm just going to go by year. I think that would be easier. Um, mm-hmm. Freshman year was definitely starting the first game of my freshman year. Um, the environment was crazy. Had a lot of supporters in the crowd, peers, family. Um, the he's a freshman chant, that was really fun. Those are just moments you can't you can't duplicate. You just gotta live in the moment, experience it once. Um, thankful for it, to say the least. It's really fun. Um, so I'd say that was probably my my favorite one. Because that same game is when I scored my first high school bucket. So yeah, I'd definitely say that was my favorite freshman year. Sophomore year had to be the the playoff run we made. I think we were a 22 seed upset in the first, second, and third round. Um, Individually, that might actually be my favorite memory was hitting the game winner to go to the semifinals, um, the child center, crazy atmosphere. Um, that's another one you can't duplicate. That was really fun, too. That's just a 
me and Coach Johnson actually just talk about and laugh about still this day. So that was one of the better ones. Um, junior year, I think actually maybe the craziest atmosphere I've ever been in, at least at home, was the Jefferson game. I think it was our second game of the year. Beat them in overtime or was it double overtime? I can't remember. But um, I think it was filled the capacity. There's There's no room in the crowd to sit. Our crowd was insane. Close game, competitive. Was, that was fun too. So that's up there. My senior year, first thing probably my senior year was the most memorable. So that's the hardest to pick. But if I had to tie one together, I'd probably say when I passed Pritchard on the scoring list with my last free throw of the second round of the playoffs, and then that that uh, that game we advanced to the Childs and. Obviously, we know how it went after that with COVID and everything shutting everything down. That kind of old tragic sob story, but um, I'd probably say that was my favorite from senior year. For sure, cool. Uh, you know, as you reflect on your your high school basketball career, and, and you got to play for the legendary Coach Johnson, obviously. Um, if you could say anything to Coach Johnson, what, what would it be? That's funny you ask that because. To be honest with you, he already really knows what it is. I mean, we talk a lot. We're really close. He texts me. He still watch my games, checking in. Um, but if I if I were to tell him anything, I'd tell him I love him and that I appreciate him. I know that he's been through a lot over his lifetime and the adversity that he's had to deal with. It's just – it's honestly something you got to admire. But um, in terms of what he's done for me, he's done a lot. He uh, opened the gyms at any time of the day, two, three times a day. Um, he picked me up. Um, watch film with me, pick my game apart, build me back up, tell me how much he appreciates me and respects my game and loves my game. Um, and that's something not a lot of players get. So I know you people hear a lot of the outside stuff, like, oh, 600 wins, been around for a long time, great guy, survived cancer and still coaching. But it's the stuff that people don't see. It's the it's how humble he is. He'll He'll bring you over for dinner if you're hungry. He'll bring you food. It's just stuff like that that people don't see. It's it's bigger than basketball with him, and um, I think that's just what people don't get about him. So, yeah, I just tell him how much I appreciate him and love him because um, looking back, I'm I'm glad I never took anything with him for granted. He's just one of the greatest to ever do it, and I'm just glad I was blessed enough to have four years with him. So, Yeah. Is there anything that reminds you of your high school basketball or experience with your team, a quote, a phrase? a uh, picture, anything that maybe, you know, in your day-to-day life now that kind of helps you reminisce on your high school hoops experience? Um, Actually, that's funny you ask that because about a week ago, me and Coach Johnson, TJ, were on the phone for probably an hour just talking. I mean, we do that sometimes, just checking in and stuff. And um, he told me a quote that our assistant told him. So when you go back to my sophomore year, he um, he said he was kind of struggling on – how to how to coach me not not because I was a bad kid or anything but just because um, he said I was pretty different from any of the kids he'd really had recently in terms of play style and aggressive offense and whatnot and he said um, he's talking about shot selection how to how to coach that and critique that and he asked our assistant or so our assistant coach Gene Tilly said uh, you got to let an artist be an artist and I think when I look back in my high school career that's kind of how I felt it was a lot of the coaching staff believed in what I did and whether it was an off night or I was rolling, they were going to keep rocking with me. So that's probably what I would say 
how I my experience was. You got to let an artist be an artist, and that's what they did. So, um, I know that not every coach is going to be like that, or every coaching staff is going to be okay with that. So, um, that was just another blessing that I was fortunate enough to have. What advice would you give to current high school players or even kids that are, you know, freshmen that are just starting their high school experience? Um, I'd say I'd say a couple of things. I'd say first you got to soak it all in. I know that everyone says it, but it really does go fast. I mean, a lot of times you're so caught up in, oh, I had a bad day. Um, me and my bro are fighting. Me and this girl are getting an argument, whatever. But you just got to look past that and just soak it all in. Um. I'd also say embrace the grind. Um, it, it may seem like a lot, but I promise it'll all work out in the end. The day-by-day grind, it's, it's never fun. Um, but you got to try to make the most of it and put the time in because it'll, it'll really will pay off in the end, like I said. So that's another one. I would say also you got to find yourself. I think in high school it's a lot of a lot of confusing parts of it. There's different aspects. What kind of student am I? How do I deal with adversity? Um, how am I when I get thrown in the fire? It's just a lot of things you got to find yourself, how you react to stuff, what your preferences are. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, and then when it comes from a basketball perspective also, I'd say you got to play every game like it's your last. I mean, with a lot of tragedy going on in the world today, you never know when it really could be your last. So um, enjoy it, appreciate it, lay it on the line every night. Um, and that also is going to help your game just be more consistent if you have the same energy and same intensity every night. So Along with that, just count your blessings. Um, just be glad you get the opportunity to perform at the high school level. Um, it's an exposure thing. It's cool. It's, it's great. It's a fun environment. Um, and it gives you something to do. If you're not even all that passionate about it, it just gives you something to stay healthy and stay fit. But if you are passionate about it, um, use the platform. Use the platform that you're given. I mean, especially with Coach Johnson there, you're, you already have some exposure and you're getting the greatest knowledge there is, in, at least in Oregon. So, um, you just got to ride with that, and like I said, yeah, just count your blessings and appreciate it. Good stuff. Thanks, Jesse, for spending the time with us today. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. We're speaking now with Mackenzie Coulson. Uh, Mackenzie, if you don't mind, can you take a minute to introduce yourself, uh, talk about where you played high school basketball and, and what it is you're doing now? Yeah, thank you so much. So I uh, played my high school basketball at Lake Ridge High School in Lake Oswego um, from about 1999 to 2003, and I played uh, two years under uh, former coach Mark Wyss, and then um, the last two years of uh, my career under Heather Roberts. And I am currently a high school English teacher and former leadership advisor at Tigard High School, and I've been there goodness, about, I think this is year 12, I sort of lose track now, and I coached basketball for mm, my first five or six years as I was teaching, and then I sort of discontinued that just to uh, focus predominantly on coaching lacrosse, um, because I was an assistant coach for basketball, uh, mostly just JV, and then uh, I was the varsity head coach for our women's lacrosse program, so Uh, did that double duty for a while and then um, have just maintained uh, coaching lacrosse for the last two years. That's, um, yeah, that's kind of my backstory. Very cool. How do you think high school basketball and your experience as a high school basketball player 
uh, impacted who you are today? Yes, I, I honest, I mean, it's a fabulous question and it's something that definitely weaves its way into uh, my teaching. I don't necessarily know if I would have gone into teaching if I didn't have my athletic experience. I think that they just became so intertwined. And what I mean by that is so much of my philosophy as a coach now still, and even as a teacher is, um, just the whole the whole student athlete and my experience as a high school basketball player was really pivotal I think in teaching me pretty much my work ethic I mean I think I had it instilled like in a foundational level obviously from from my upbringing but it's really through sports and I know it's really kind of cliche and a lot of coaches use it, but it's, it's a good cliche that it's really the metaphor for life, you know, and you you sports is really that metaphor. Um, you find those challenges that you just can't always replicate in other areas. Obviously you face adversity in a classroom and a lot of times, you know, there's adversity, unfortunately, you know, at home or, um, in other realms, but sports is really where you can, you know, every athlete can face a challenge. And I just, I felt, I know as a basketball player, and, and I grew up playing basketball, that was that was my number one sport. That's what I spent so much of my time doing. Um, you know, I played other sports. You know, I played some soccer. I ran track. I uh, played volleyball. I obviously played lacrosse. Um Basketball was like really my my passion, and so you know coming into high school, I knew it was going to be difficult because like Rich had a, a really good program. Um, we were very competitive in Three Rivers, and so just just kind of going through those four years, I, I still really reflect back on going through tryouts, going through the grind of the season. I think what a lot of people who don't play basketball don't understand is it's it's the longest season in the high school, um, in the high school. And so, you know, you're, if you, especially if you make it to the postseason, you know, you're playing upwards of five months and that's, that's a large chunk, obviously of the academic year. And so it just, it really set the stage for me for being able to compete and to really see something through, follow through from start to finish. So I think probably the largest, takeaway was just that idea that um that I could face I could face challenge I could face adversity I, you know I was a shooting point guard so I was a little bit smaller I was pretty slight I was um not very strong and so I had to take weight class a lot um and so well weight training class uh, and so it just it, it really just allowed me to figure out how to believe in myself and know that I could do it. Um, I could play, you know, with older girls and, and bigger girls and, and that I could be successful. So I think that's, I think that's kind of one of the biggest pieces that I think about and reflect on. Yeah. What are some of your favorite memories of your high school basketball or even high school sports experience? I think for sure it's definitely the camaraderie of teammates. You know, I I intentionally chose sports that were team-oriented. And it's nothing against people who do individual stuff. Everybody needs to find their 
their, you know, passion. But the, the team chemistry and the friendship, some of my closest friends were on my basketball team, and I still keep in touch with a lot of them, even high school or, you know, club that I played or, um, you know, other uh, girls who are on other teams. And so you just, like, develop this really cool dynamic when you play athletics with people. You just get in with them in a different way, I think, um, than just class or other social opportunities. So for sure, memories, you know, funny inside jokes, you know, obviously playing for Heather um, was a, a really amazing experience. And, um, you know, she's still a very close friend of mine today. So the the relationships, the friendships, and um, I think really – in my junior and senior year, um, we had a lot of success. And so obviously, you know, you kind of remember the wins and then you're like, oh, those losses. But it was the fact that we were a group of girls who a lot of us had played together since we were in like third grade. And to see us be able to, you know, be competing in, in quarterfinal and semifinal games was really spectacular and I don't necessarily know if people always thought we would thought that we would be able to do that so finding the success with um with people I'd know pretty much my whole life and um and then I think there is something special with female just female athletes and the the kinship that you develop I think of you know talking I have male students who definitely like talk about the connections that they make but um I think for for women in particular, you know, sports just really helps develop that self-esteem and you're able to broaden, I think, your perspective on what a woman is capable of, capable of being able to do. And so that was really, really neat to see that kind of come, come out with our team and then it, for sure on an individual level too. Yeah, that's great. You mentioned that you, you're still friends with Coach Roberts today, but you know, yeah. if you could, reflecting back, you know, if you if you did say something or you could say something to her as you reflect on your experience, what what would that be? Oh, I mean, I think I probably have told her, but she was a fundamental um, just fundamentally uh, significant person in my life. Um, you know, like I said, she came in uh, and our program, you know, definitely needed to kind of have a shift. And um, she was very intimidating at first and was very hard. She was a very, very tough coach to play for. Not in the sense that um, like she was hard to please or anything, but she just had incredibly high expectations. And made us work really, really hard, harder than I've ever, I think harder than I've ever worked before in, in that, in that realm. And so, you know, I, I think I attribute a, a lot of being able to push through that, that mental wall with Heather. Um, I would tell her that she made me tougher and mentally, um, you know, I think your, your physicality, your body can take you pretty far and you train and you do all those things, but so much of any athletic endeavor is mental and being able to push beyond what you think you're capable of doing. 
And I think I hadn't really had anybody. I mean, my father is a big um, role model in my life. He was a high school football coach and a college athlete himself. And um, he was always really, um, really encouraging of me growing up. And he was, you know, he had high expectations hard. But, it's, you know, it's different when it's not your parent, you know, and just getting it mm-hmm. from someone someone else. And then, and then obviously having it be a woman, um, I think that really, like, changed the game for me too because I saw that she wasn't she wasn't um willing to compromise in in a good way like she was going to she was going to make our team hard (laughs) whether we wanted wanted to necessarily or not and she she always um walked the walk um like if, if Heather demanded something of us Coach Roberts demanded something of us. She was going to do it herself as well. Like she wasn't ever going to not be there and and going through it as well. So she had an incredible. She has an incredible amount of integrity, and um, I mean, just the strength that the woman possesses to kind of weather some of the things that have happened in her life, and um, you know, still show up and be there every day um, was was really like an incredible example for me. And that's why you know, it's why we're still close today. And, you know, we don't, we don't see eye to eye on everything. And when we talk about that, and that's what's kind of fun is we have really, you know, some different perspectives on things. But at the core, um, she made me believe that I could do, that I could do it, that I could do hard things. Um, And so that's what I would tell her. Awesome. Is there anything that reminds you of your high school basketball experience to this day? You know, maybe certain quote or something you might see a phrase a certain scenario anything like that yes I mean and again I've I've had the privilege of course I made the choice but uh, to coach myself so lots of times things come flooding back um I think a lot of times I'll think about you know pre-game scenarios that she would create for us or even previous coaches would create for us um and that kind of always reminds me about how to – I think about how you prepare for competition. Um, I was – my most my most recent coaching stint was just at Jesuit High School. I was the women's head lacrosse coach, and we were fortunate enough to make it to the state final game. And um, we actually won, and it was an amazing experience. And But I used a lot of my high school basketball, you know, prep, to mm-hmm. to kind of feed uh, my lacrosse players and just talking to them about how they can approach a situation with a lot of pressure. Um, you know, it's thousands of people watching you now, and um, a lot of, you know, girls have expressed that they're just petrified to make a mistake. You know, how do you compete at that high level and, and take really good calculated risks? Um, so I just – I think back on – high school basketball and how, you know, we would have pressure free throw situations or two-minute, you know, final two-minute game situations or, like I said, some pregame talks or um, prep that that Coach Roberts would take us through or or fun games or whatever. And I I use a lot of those activities and and, um, uh, preparedness with my own athletes. 
So I don't necessarily think it boils down to a single quote. Um, it's a lot of different, um, it's a lot of different elements. Um, but I would say that, that that's definitely like something that, that stands out. And then of course I always, you know, I see myself in a lot of, you know, the girls, you know, when they're just kind of like, you know, trying to figure it out or balancing, um, you know, school and, and, you know, all these activities and such and, um, you know, keeping that in the back of my mind. Um, so yeah, there's just, there's a lot of things that kind of come, come back to me when I think about my time playing. So. What advice would you give to current high school basketball players? Goodness. Um, so many different thoughts around, you know, things that I was taught or that I try to at least still kind of go by. But I think probably one thing that stands out to me is basketball is an amazing sport. I think it's, like I said, I've played a lot of different, different sports. I think it is, can be arguably the hardest. Um, just because of the physicality and the grind of it. Um, but I also think that it's really, really important for, for athletes to play as many sports as they can. I think our culture has really tried to silo people and, um, make girls pick a sport. Goodness, as young as 12 years old, like now you're only a volleyball player, you're only a golfer. And I think that's really a disservice. So I would – my one piece of advice would be to to be a multi-sport athlete if you can for as long as you can. And the other piece of advice I would give is understand that there's only a certain amount of time um, for so many of them, so many athletes that – that where you get to play. I mean, we know the percentages. I don't know it now in 2021, but I know it's got to be still less than 10% of, of kids go on and play collegiately, at least at the highest level. Um, it, it may be a little bit greater than that. Um, so high school is really, you know, a short amount of time. And I try to remind um, not just athletes, but students about that, whether you're prevailing and you're, you know, the queen of the castle or you're really struggling um, that this is a really finite amount of time. So take advantage of it. Take advantage of the opportunities that you have. And if there aren't opportunities at your school or you feel the opportunities aren't equitable or um, they're not presenting themselves, you know, enough, then, then create it yourself. Um, you know, get people involved and make those relationships as best you can. You know, everybody's had teammates that they don't love <laughs> that it's, they're difficult to play with or whatever um i always remember you know uh, and the adage that you don't have to like your teammate but you better love them which always seems counterintuitive but the idea is that you're going to have their back when push comes to shove you're going to have their back and you can be very different people off the court um, or off the field but on the on the court you're gonna you're gonna make it work and you're gonna see each other's strengths and and you're going to make make um, make it work with them. So that's what I would say is, um, you know, try to stay involved with as many athletic opportunities as you can. 
Um, and as those maybe decrease over time, that's totally fine. But but try to keep that door those doors open as long as possible. And then um, yeah, seize your opportunities and uh, just remember that the timeline goes really fast. Yes, it does. Thank you, Mackenzie, so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. Yes, absolutely. You're so welcome. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. The start of school means it's time to sign up or renew your Oregon Basketball Coaches Association membership. OBCA membership includes access to exclusive resources that help personalize instruction, understand players' mindsets, and maximize the impact of your practices. Members also receive access to the OBCA mentoring program and have a voice in improving the game at the state level. Membership starts at just $15 a year. Register online today at or.nhsbca.org. Speaking now with Joe Jesse. Uh, Joe, can you take a minute to introduce yourself, uh, where you played high school hoops, and what you're up to now? Yeah. Um, so back in, let's see, uh, 2014 to 2017, I played at Rex Thunder High School. Uh, for those who don't know, that's just like a smaller 5A school in Milwaukee. Um, and now I'm in my last term at Portland State University as a senior. Um, I'm a computer science major uh, and finishing up a minor in business administration. So, um, barring everything goes well, I'll be graduated and uh, moved on to the next chapter of my life. Yeah, that's big time, man. That's awesome. Congratulations. What uh, what is it you're looking to do with your computer science degree? Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. And um, I actually have my first job lined up um, in August. Yeah, mid-August. I'll be moving up to Seattle to be a software development engineer for Amazon Web Services, their cloud computing platform. So um, my career is going to start off going in cloud, but as far as, like, software development, we'll see where it takes off from there. But I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Um, let's talk about your high school basketball experience. Uh, how did you feel like your high school basketball experience uh, – affected who you are today uh, as a human being? Oh, man. There's kind of a lot of ways, but, you know, being that the last couple of years of my life have been really dedicated, like, to school, I can give a couple of analogies. Like, I think the biggest thing for me, man, it, it fine-tuned my work ethic. Um, and, you know, it's limited to just basketball when you're playing, but you build habits, right, and you form them and you root and you carry those habits along with you to all other sorts of aspects of your life. So the first time I really noticed it was like, I went to college and, you know, I felt like a lot of my peers were struggling with like the time commitment in some of these classes. And like, you know, especially in computer science, they're a little bit more time demanding than some other subjects. And, you know, I, it was just never a problem for me. Like putting in effort, putting in time, like other things that I would hear some other students like struggle with or have, you know, problems with that. It's never been a problem for me. And I think from an early age, because basketball, like, it really shows you you have to work hard, and that's part of, like, accountability to your teammates and accountability to your coach and also accountability to yourself. And, um, you know, I think I've always said that, like, physical exercise and working out and, you know, those types of things, those are, like, 
those those are the best ways to build your work ethic in a sense because you do kind of have to be mentally strong to push through. So I would say just in one aspect of it alone, um, the work ethic fine-tuning that has been great. Um, and the other thing I would say, too, is just, like, working with people. Um, like, a lot of professional settings nowadays, you don't work alone. You work with people and learning how to, you know, work with people and um, kind of – you know, flow off each other and balance with each other. That's an important skill too. And I think doing that with basketball and uh, having a, having teammates around and always being around twelve other guys that I got to work with in and out and go in and get the job done. Um, I think that's that's something that really like has has stood with me since high school as well. What are some of your favorite memories of high school basketball? <laughs> oh man. The best memories are always tournaments or like uh like uh road trips. Um for us specifically we went to Vegas. I think we went to Vegas twice. Uh we always did like a tournament over Christmas and then we had we had a tournament in Bend one Christmas, but man, those are just the best because it's a long trip with, you know, your boys, the people that you become really close to and then you know, if you start to get a couple wins, you know, everybody's like, yeah, where are we going out to dinner? And then after the game, you're just hanging out and, you know, really building that bond experience. So I would say – and it's just, the com- like, the camaraderie that comes along with that. So definitely travel and tournaments. Those are those are some of my most fondest memories personally. For sure. If you could say anything to your high school basketball coach, uh, what would it be? <clears throat> Oh man, for those uh, for those who know Coach Griff, I mean he he did a lot for me. So I mean, personally, if I could say anything to him, it would just be a thank you. Like especially outside of basketball, like Griff did some things for me. Like uh, you know, when I was a sophomore, uh, I didn't have like a laptop yet. Like for anybody who's been through high school, you know, you got to write a lot of papers, and so that was difficult <laughs> for me because. You know, I'd be going, like, we would practice right after school from, like, uh, I don't know, say, like, four to six, right? Mm-hmm. And then I would, like, after practice, Griff would see me, like, trying to, like, get into school to use one of the computers because I got an essay due tomorrow or something. And, you know, he just, he noticed those things. And, like, that stood out to me that he cared more about me as a person than just, like, uh, one of his players, you know. And so he uh, he actually helped me get a computer um, a personal laptop my sophomore year, which I used my whole high school and definitely made a lot easier for me. He got me a Chromebook. And then, you know, he also opened me up to some other opportunities. Um, like my senior year, obviously when I was probably at my peak, you know, he was having college coaches come watch me and introducing me to a bunch of different people who could have took my, you know, my career a bunch of different ways. And he had me going to workouts. And my senior year, he had me training with a local community college, you know, um, in the off season. So, I mean, Griff really, he did a lot for me. And like I said, more than anything, it just showed that like all basketball aside, right. He cared about me as a person and he did a lot of things that is very like, um, that I'm very appreciative for. So, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, that I guess that's what I'd say to him. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, is there anything, uh, that you experienced, uh, you yeah, know, if it's daily or, or weekly or even monthly that kind of reminds you of high school basketball, maybe it's a quote or a, a line or a funny thing or even like a scenario that you're like, oh, man, that reminds me of, of high school hoops. Man, I don't know. There's a lot of things that remind me of hoops. Um, 
there's a lot of things that remind me of hoops. But if I had to pick a quote, and this kind of just goes back to the whole work ethic thing, but um, this quote said in a bunch of different forms, but the basis of it is like uh, effort beats talent when talent fails to work hard. Or, yeah, hard work beats effort when – or, yeah, sorry. Hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. And, you know, I see that a lot because, like, my sophomore year, I, I, I wasn't even, like, the greatest. Um, but I, like, took that principle to heart. Like, I was like, all right, well, you know, if I'm not the greatest, I'm going to work my ass off, basically. I'm going to work very hard to get where I want to be. And eventually, all that effort builds up and it becomes talent. Um, cause for most people, talent doesn't just come naturally. And so I see that quote thrown around. A lot of people use it. It's used, you know, heavily in sports and stuff. So every time I see that, it kind of reminds me of like kind of how it all starts, you know, and how it kind of started for me. For sure. <clears throat> Do you have any good, I call them like, uh, you know, coachisms. Did Griff have any good, uh, coachisms, like things that he would say constantly that maybe if, if you were imitating him with your teammates, it was like a certain line that he would use that that you remember. <laughs> yeah, actually, there's one that me and me and some of the guys still joke about today. Griff would be like, "Go out there and play like someone just pissed in your Wheaties," and like he would say all sorts <laughs> of like old references that we just had no idea what it meant, but we we're like, "All right, it sounds good." So we would go out there and we would play just like he's like play pissed <laughs> off and. I don't know. He, there, there's a couple others too, and I'm sure if I like sat back and thought about them, I could remember. But yeah, he would say, he would say a bunch of like older sayings like that, and <laughs> we kind of would just laugh and then go out there and play. Right. I like it. So. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what What advice would you give to current high school basketball players? Oh man, um, current hoopers, I would tell them. Especially those who have played the game for a really long time, um, I would tell them to like really be explicit in what you're trying to get out of basketball, right? Like set your goals and know exactly like your motivation for that. Because I mean, something for me specifically is like I played basketball almost my whole life, and so you know, eventually you don't even mean to, but you kind of start going through the motions. People are like, oh, are you playing basketball? Like, well, of course I'm playing basketball, but like. You know, when I when I would say that response, it was kind of just automated. You know, the, my purpose, my reason behind playing wasn't there. So, like, I think everybody's reason is different. Mine, honestly, mine in college or mine in uh, the latter part of high school was I wanted to play in college. So, you know, I was working really hard, and that's why I was still playing basketball. But, you know, for other people, there's different reasons. Like, so, like, some people – Play high school basketball just because they need something to be active and be in shape. And if that's if that's what you want to get out of it, like, you know, keep that motivation, keep that why, the why you play, keep that right in front of you at all times. Like, make sure, you know, when coaches get on the line, just know, all right, I'm about to run this suicide or whatever we're running. I'm about to run it as hard as I can right now. Like, I, I would just say that, man. And if, if your goal is something like me, like you wanted to play college, man, you work your butt off. Like, if that's your motivation, like, know know your purpose. Be very intentional and explicit for why you're doing what you're doing because um, then you do not waste any time and effort. So set your goals and chase them relentlessly. That's good stuff. Uh, thanks, Joe, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on, Derek. I appreciate it as well. We're talking now with Callie McClave. Uh Callie, can you take a minute to – Introduce yourself, talk about where you played high school basketball and 
what it is you're doing now. Yeah, hi. I'm Callie McClave. I'm from Corvallis, Oregon. Um, I played at Crescent Valley High School. I'm currently studying to become a nurse at Western Oregon, and I'm a part of the Western Oregon women's basketball team. Very cool. Thank you, Callie, for spending some time with us today. Sure. Uh, I want to start by asking, how do you feel like your high school basketball experience has impacted who you are as a, as a person today? Um, well, high school basketball has done so much for me. It's brought me so many opportunities, often on the court. I mean, it got me recruited. It got me – It made. I had the best of friends because of it. Um, it just all around, it gave me something to do after school. It had me grounded, kept me doing my homework on time. You know, it just did all the little things that um, just make you a better person. It made me work a lot harder. You know, it's just all those little things that you don't really get to learn unless you're a part of a, a program or a team or something. So basketball was definitely something that impacted me as a person. It made me uh, – work a lot harder, be a lot smarter, you know, care about my grades, care about what I'm doing after high school and all those things. So that's definitely what, um, how it's impacted me. What are some of your favorite memories of your high school basketball experience? Oh, I would definitely have to say traveling. Um, although, you know, being crammed in a bus isn't always fun. It was just the memories of, you know, getting – subways or you know stopping for a funny place to eat or go see before you go somewhere and just getting that extra time with your team where you would usually just you know you show up to the games with your parents at home so it's not as fun but you get that extra bonding time with your team so I'd say like that was probably one of the biggest um, things that I just always will remember is just oh the traveling part and you know being with your with your coaches a little bit extra and your teammates and getting to travel all around with them, I think that is probably one of the memories that I'll keep with forever. You know, as you reflect on your high school basketball experience and how it's impacted you, if you could, you know, say something about that to your high school coach, what would that be? I would definitely just have to give my high school coaches a thank you because, not only, you know, high school basketball coaches, they don't get much money for doing what they're doing. They just love the game. And especially for a female in sports, like they clearly, you know, respect women's sports and they're just here to um, grow female athletes. And I think that a big thank you to them because they really don't get enough credit where credit deserves, and they've just done a lot. They just do a lot. They they get us girls and, you know, boys, too. We are growing so much in those four years, and they are really a big pivotal part of it, and they get to see us grow up a lot. And so I think a big thank you to them is just really what they deserve. For sure. Uh, is there anything maybe that you see – uh, on a day-to-day basis or something that you hear that kind of reminds you of your high school experience or, or something that maybe your your coach taught you in your time as a high school basketball player? Yeah, I think that, honestly, it's funny because um, now I go to Western Oregon and I play basketball here, and it's kind of the same thing. Like, I came into a program my freshman year of high school that wasn't super successful yet, kind of, you know, we were getting there a little bit, 
and I'm kind of doing the same thing with Western, but, you know, it doesn't take something that I've learned and something that just reminds me of high school so much is it doesn't matter how athletic you are. It doesn't really matter, you know, the size, the difference. It's if you want to win and you find a way to win, you will. And I think that it's funny because in life, and it just reminds me of high school basketball so much because we didn't start off the best team, but by my senior year, you know, we were playing in the state tournament, like placing high up. So it's pretty fun to see that, you know, that's how life works too is you don't always start at the top right away. You definitely have to learn to work to that. And I think that that's something that reminds me of high school basketball for sure. Very cool. What advice would you give to current high school basketball players? Um, Current high school basketball players, I would say enjoy your time because it's only four years. It's not much. And also I think another thing is that um, not everything about basketball is basketball lessons. It's a lot life lessons too, you know, like just the fact that you have to keep your grades up. Well, you have to keep your grades up to go to college. So it's not just, you know, just for basketball, it's for other things too. Stuff like that. I think just like understanding that um, you're a part of something a lot bigger than just yourself and being able to enjoy those years and work hard and working hard is fun too. I think that a lot of people take the fact that you have to grind out a little bit for granted when actually it's probably the most rewarding part. So that is definitely what I would have to say for advice is just have fun, work hard. You know, you don't get very much time, mostly if you're not going to get recruited to a higher level. So just, like, just take all the lessons you learn and apply them to real life, too. Good stuff, Callie. Thank you so much for being with us today. Of course. Stay up to date with the Oregon Basketball Coaches Association on social media at facebook.com slash OregonBCA or on Twitter at ORHoopCoaches. I'm talking with Garrett Jackson here. Uh, Garrett, can you take a a minute to introduce yourself, uh, where you went to high school, and uh, what, what you're doing now? Thanks for having me on. Um, my name is Garrett Jackson. I went to Westview High School. Um, I played, I graduated in 2010. Um, right now I am working for the San Antonio Spurs. I'm in the video room. So, uh, I'm one of the video guys and also kind of help with some on-court stuff like player development and things like that. Um, yeah, that's basically what I'm, what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. But I, I got to ask, you know, coaches listen to this podcast, do you have a good or your favorite uh, Popovich story that, that you can share with us? Um, I'm not sure if I have anything, like, juicy or <laughs> too crazy <laughs> or anything like that, but I will say, like, the something that I know me and, and some of the other guys, like other video guys, we, we appreciate uh, is, is the dinners that we get to go to mm-hmm. and – just to kind of hear hear from him and hear old stories or we talk about everything, like politics, everything. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just having those those dinners, those are things that um, really stick with you. And I know we, we all appreciate uh, those, kind of, those kind of conversations and those times. So, yeah, that's probably my favorite, I'd say. For sure. Very cool. Uh, can you – 
tell us about, you know, your high school basketball experience and, and how that experience has kind of impacted who you are today? Yeah. Well, I, I love my high school uh, experience. We had, um, like, like I said earlier, we, I went to Westview, and, and most of the guys I played with, we man, we've been playing with each other since middle school. A lot of those guys I played, like, sixth grade, Westview, like, youth league youth league with and and by the time we were seniors we made it all the way to the the state championship so just going on that journey with those guys whether it was like playing football together or basketball together we were kind of like a tight-knit group like our core definitely like my senior core uh the guys I got to play with um so they're guys you knew for years and you kind of grew up grew up with each other and we played together and went through a lot together and yeah no I, I just really appreciated it and I, I had a lot of fun with those guys and uh coach coons was my my high school coach and um i feel very fortunate to have somebody like him in my life we still keep in touch to this day so yeah very cool you have a favorite memory or two you know specific you know trip or game or activity that you did that that you remember fondly um i would say i mean, i personally i i love the practices um I loved like just the team camaraderie and things like that. I'm not sure if I have like a specific specific thing uh that I miss. Um I'll say one of my my favorite things um was winning on the road with your team. Like that mm-hmm. that's always a fun fun experience like just being in the locker room after uh with with your guys and I don't know, it's just something about about that. Uh, that's fun going into another gym and coming out with a win. So, yeah, that's probably like my favorite I overall. I, I wouldn't say, yeah, I wouldn't say I have like a specific, specific thing. Making it to the state tournament was probably like a huge thing, obviously, but and playing at the Rose yeah. Garden. But, um, yeah, definitely looking back, my favorite thing was winning on the road. Yeah, Do you have a maybe like a, a most hostile quote-unquote, place that you played that, that you guys got a dub <laughs> at that you, that you uh, remember fondly? Um, it was always fun beating Sunset because I was our rival, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. not too far away from Westview, and so you know a lot of those kids. And just the way the, the districts are, like a lot of the those middle schools are like cut in half. Half of the kids go to Westview, the other half go to Sunset. So you're – those – those fans, like those students, they, they all know you and they have a lot to say and <laughs> it, those games can get pretty, pretty intense and they're usually packed. So yeah. Sunset was my favorite. And also like I, I had friends that played on the other team as well that I was, I was pretty mm-hmm. close with. So, um, th- yeah, that's probably the most fun. It's always fun being Jesuit. So winning mm-hmm. at Jesuits mm-hmm. is fun, even though they don't really have a great student section. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what it's like now, but back then it wasn't. Right. I mean, it wasn't as exciting as, say, like Sunset or something like that, or even Aloha. But Sunset right. is definitely my favorite, I'd say. For sure. Very cool. You mentioned, you know, played for Coach Coons and, and uh, are still in touch with him. But, you know, kind of as you reflect back on your high school career uh, and, and what Coach Coons, you know, did did for you and meant to you, uh, what if you could say anything to him, about your experience, what would it be? Man, I, I would say I owe him a lot. Um, he was definitely somebody uh, I looked up to when I was in high school. Uh, it's funny, like, 
I, as you get older and, and I'm kind of getting into coaching and I, I realize all he's done for me. Um, I think when you're in high school, you're kind of maybe a little selfish. You're thinking about yourself a lot and just taking it day by day and hanging out with friends and just playing, but you don't really realize everything that goes in behind the scenes and like the care and attention to detail that goes into everything. And, and I feel like you definitely, I felt it as a player, but as I've gotten older and I look back, I, I realize what all um, he's done to me. And it's definitely shaped me. I, I remember coach Coons. When I think of him, I think of like a lot of the, the life lessons I learned. Uh, one thing that he, I didn't really have the language around it when I was younger, like in high school, but it was definitely like an approach to the game that I learned from him. And as I got older, I realized that it's class, like just handling yourself with class. Like there's a certain way um, you handle winning and losing and it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, you still uh, handle yourself a certain way and you approach yourself a certain way and um, respect the game. So th- those are things that I think has still stuck with me to this day. Um I I mean he was also like my health teacher so I <laughs> I still <laughs> use my teacher and my my coach I still uh hear his voice in my head sometimes during doing random stuff or um yeah and I, I yeah he's definitely somebody that uh had a huge impact on me I was I was very fortunate to have him as a coach and um yeah I had a few a few other great coaches and um but he's definitely one that stands out and I, I don't think it's any accident that uh, coaching is something that I wanted, I want to do, um, as a profession. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a perfect way to describe coach Coons as well, right? It's just class. Just a class, classy yeah. guy, classy coach. For and, sure. Um, yeah. Well, well said on that part. Um, was there anything I, I call them, you know, co- coaching phrases or coachisms? Was there anything that you know you would hear, you know, when you hear Coach Coons's voice in your head, like you mentioned, like what is he saying? Were there things that he would say every day uh, that maybe still resonate with you today? Um, I would say not necessarily anything specifically what he said. I would say more of like what he did. Um, I still remember, like, I have, like, an image of him sweeping our floors. Like, that was, like, his thing. He would sweep our gym floor every single day before practice. <laughs> so just, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It, it seemed like a little thing, but he, for me, it meant, like, he he's the head coach, but he's, you're not too big to do the little things. And I think he took pride in that. Um, that's mm-hmm. an example for me. Like, he could have had one of the managers do it or <laughs> a freshman or mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how other programs do it, but um, to see, like, your head coach out there um, sweeping early, um, I don't know. That that meant something to me. And um, also, he was always just checking in on not just me, but everybody as well. I think he he knew a lot about our our personal lives, and he would always make sure to, to say, hey, how's your family? How's your mom? How's your – your how'd your test go? Like, just – care like overall general care and i felt like it was it was very genuine um yeah so i would say more not like a specific phrase or some type of philosophy or something like that but i think he he was definitely a guy who led a led by example and um i definitely felt it and it left an impression on me so so maybe one of my other teammates or somebody could have like a maybe they had a different (laughs) experience or they remember something else but uh that's definitely something that stood out for me 
Can you talk a little bit about, you know, when I was talking to Coach Coons about you a little bit before this interview, he had mentioned, you know, you um, kind of setting how you set goals for yourself and, and yeah. were able to achieve the success that you have. Can, can you talk about that a little bit, how you went about setting those goals and, and how you've come to where you are today? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't even know where to get started. I just knew I, there's something I just wanted to improve, and I felt like the only way to do it was to really chart everything out. Um, I, I, I remember my junior year. Um, it was like the first time I had, like, I was on varsity. Well, I was, I, I was on varsity my sophomore year. It was the first time I had, like, a, I was a big part of that team. Um, and we ended up losing, I think we lost to Central Catholic. We lost early, so we didn't even make it to the Eugene or the state tournament. Back then, I think we played, um, at U of O. Uh, that's where they held the state tournaments, but we didn't even make it there. And that was like our goal. And I felt like, uh, a big responsibility. And, and when we lost, um, I felt like it was on me. And so I, I knew that I had to, I wanted to make a change. And, uh, so I just kind of made a goal to work out, uh, basically every morning. Uh, so I used to shoot before school every morning and I charted everything. Uh, I charted like all my mm. shots and, um, yeah, so I, I didn't, I, I just didn't see, I knew that what I wanted to do and I didn't want to have any excuse. Like if I thought that there was something that I could do, I could always like find a way. So, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of what I did uh, as far as goal setting. Uh, I don't know. I just like, I just charted everything. I, I wrote everything down. Um, and I just made sure that like I was consistent with it. Um, I didn't want to like, I felt, I don't know how much of this is like just a me thing. <laughs> and I feel mm-hmm. kind of awkward talking about myself a little bit, but <laughs> I just felt, I just knew I felt uncomfortable if I felt like I was letting myself down. I was letting, uh, people who counted on me down if I didn't do what I was what I felt like I could do. Like, I want to do everything that I could. Um, so, yeah, I just I just made it, took it upon myself to, like, work out in the mornings, and I, I thought that would help us. Um, I thought it would help us, and I thought it would help uh, me, and I felt like if I was going to be responsible for how, like, what we did as a team, like, I couldn't, I just couldn't stop. Like, so, um, again, I feel kind of weird talking, <laughs> talking about that, but... Uh, yeah. maybe he could say more about it, but I, I just, I just made sure I had like a, a book, like a, like a notebook that I literally, I dated everything and charted everything and charted my shots, makes, misses, percentages. Um, and I didn't care what time I had to wake up. I didn't care about, I just wanted to make it happen. So, and I didn't have like a, a hoop at my house. So, like, the school is the only place I could really shoot. Um, so that's kind of – I was that's just what it was. I just figured out a way. Yeah. So. Right. Right. Which I think is what I wanted me to ask you, right? You, you found a way and um, made yourself better, made your team better. And, yeah. Know, we're division one, I mean, division one basketball it, player, and now we're for the Spurs, right? I mean, that's, yeah, that's so, a cool thing. Yeah. Like, that. that's what I – I just felt like there's no – I didn't feel comfortable with excuses. Like I didn't think anyone was going to feel sorry for me. And like, I didn't want anyone to feel sorry for me. Like, um, I didn't think my, I knew I was getting up early and I didn't want, like, even if I couldn't get a ride, I would run or like, I would figure out a way. 
So um, I just didn't think that there was like anything that could stop what, what like I was trying to do. And I, even to this day, I'll say like one of my favorite quotes, I actually had this quote uh, in my locker in college. And I think it kind of reflected like kind of my mentality and I don't know where it came from or where I read it, but it's just not something that stuck with me. And I think it kind of summarizes like goal setting for me in, in high school, my high school experience, but it's where there's a will, there's a way. Um, that That's one of my, my favorite quotes. Uh, yeah, I just always felt like if you want it, there's just, you can always find out a way. If there's a, a, a roadblock or if there's some kind of obstacle, like you can always figure it out. Um, and so that's what, I just took it upon myself to just figure it out. And and if you don't know, then ask, figure out who to ask and ask the right questions and do your homework and uh, be, like, attention to detail, like, everything. Like, there's nothing – yeah, just don't leave anything on the table. I didn't want to leave – I felt uncomfortable leaving anything on the table. So, yeah. Sure. Last question I have for you is, and maybe it flows right into what we were just talking about. But what what advice do you have for high school hoopers that are that are playing today? I would just say enjoy it, have fun. I know it sounds super like generic, but you really can't take those years back. Like I would try to maximize everything you have. Uh, if you want to just play basketball and have fun with your friends, do that. If you want to take that next step. And be a Division One basketball player. Like, don't let anything stand in your chance, stand in your way. Uh, there's always a way. You can figure something out. Or, um, I mean, I believe in working towards it, towards your goals. Um, but yeah, it's only it, it'll only take you as far as what you put in is what you'll get out of it. Um, that, that's what I. I mean, that's just something I, I believe. I. So, yeah, I would say whatever your goal is or whatever you want out of basketball, like, you'll you'll get out of it what you put in and uh, just enjoy it. So that's, that's what I would say to any high school basketball player. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks, Garrett, for joining us. I really appreciate it. Yep, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Oregon Basketball Coaches Podcast. Is there a coach you'd like to hear from or a topic you'd like to hear us discuss? You can write us a message on the Anchor website or send us an email at OregonBasketballCoaches at gmail.com. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Spotify.